Christabel and welcome to Arch. <laughs> Hi, I'm Christabel and welcome to Arch Conversations. Let's go, you all. Catch everything around. Let's go, you all. Okay, so today we have Christabel mm-hmm. here with us mm-hmm. to, uh, I think, identify with a lot of issues that many people might go through and are still going through. Basically, emotional healing in a nutshell. Correct. So, I want people to have a better understanding of who you are, mm. not just what you've been through. So, do you want to talk a bit about what do you do now for work? Uh, do I talk to you? I talk to you. Ah. Mm. Um, right now, I've been doing work in the social media, what do you call it, industry? Mm. For about 10 years. Uh, they call it, you know, in, influencer, KOL, you know, things like that. Uh, but I also own my own small business. Mm. So we are lifestyle accessories brand. We sell stickers, you know, novelty pouches, bags, um, and we you do collaborations. Kai, yes. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram. I'm Kai.com. Thanks. How do you spell that? K A I. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, what you do is predominantly you produce your own stationary lifestyle products mm. for sale on e-commerce only. Correct. Uh, we are stocked at certain places in Singapore, but just mostly mostly just e-commerce. Yeah. And also, she was telling me earlier she does more of uh, beauty influencing mm. and hosting. Mm. And what was the client? What? How was the client like? To get to where you are today. Obviously, everyone knows you have a lot of Instagram followers, but that's not my key point, right? I mean, getting there is also a struggle. Mm-hmm. So, how do you get to where you are in your career? I think I was just, you know, at the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. So, whenever you are first, you know, the, you have the first mover's advantage. Mm-hmm. So, when Instagram started, uh, you know, it was just a photo editing app. So that's how, you know, I got the first push. Mm-hmm. So all of us, you know, we hopped on the app, we just used it to edit our pictures, mm-hmm. and then we realized that people can follow us. So after that, we started working with brands, after that, then we, we grew. But I would say the first push was definitely because we were the first few on the app. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So how will you separate yourself from other KOLs in that sense? How I makes you that what's that what's that term you use just now? USP. Yes, the USP. Your unique selling point. Yes. So what's your USP right now? My USP right now. I feel like my USP always changes. Okay. So I would say my USP right now is um, my story, mm-hmm. my experiences, how I've learned and grew, mm-hmm. and also how I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, on top of that, you know, I like to write. Um, so I think I find peace. Oh, I just touched the mic. I find peace <laughs> knowing that I can make people feel a bit less alone. And when I get responses from um, my audience, then I also feel less alone. Mm-hmm. Then a lot, so I would say relatability, um, trying to constantly innovate, mm. but also trying to constantly improve and find myself. Mm. Yeah, I think that's what I am trying to be as well, mm. but in a different stage, of course, I'm not less Instagram followers, but like oh. it's in a different person, in a different perspective, in a different way, and a way of different experiences. Mm. Um, I think maybe it's people who have been through trauma, it's people who have been through emotional struggles mm. that understand that life is a constant work in progress. Mm. I think that's what Belle and I really want to share today. Mm. Um, perhaps going through talking about our current emotional distress, mm. maybe we can help each other 
by having this conversation because we've never talked about it to each other mm. before. To be honest, we're not close. Her. We happen to go to the same exercise studio and then she comes to my cafe as a customer mm. and she's always been very real and very nice and mm. judge people based on how they treat my team and myself or just service people. Mm. And that's why we started talking and that's how I invited her to do this today. Mm. Um, so I think that in hope of us having this discussion, maybe I hopefully I learn something from you and vice versa and in that conversation teach other people things as well. Mm. Right? I think that people can feel a bit more like a, a bit less like alone and all your struggles. Yes. Yeah. Right. And you I'm sure I can learn so much from you because you have your own story, you know, you so do you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's like, you know, female empowerment, we always push each other to be better. Yeah. That's what I always say about having friends around you who will bring you up and mm. push you down. Obviously, if you're going down the wrong path, you're mm. going to drug addiction, you're going to gambling addiction. Yes, stop your friend. But mm. in other times where your friend is hurt and down, it's to bring each other up in the most realistic and organic way possible. But accepting the fact that you... You, you don't you don't make the right decisions all the time. Right. You know, you don't say the right things or uh, do the right things all the time and you are constantly learning how to be wiser Correct. and better. Correct. Yeah. And that having said, let's go into our emotional healing part. So when you brought that up immediately I thought about how you're a target of what what do you call it? Social media uh, cyberbullying. Mm-hmm. So how do you deal with that? I think I talk about this quite a bit, mm. but honestly, it's trying to protect your heart and your mind, mm. you know? Uh, in a more applicable sense, is really trying to block out certain keywords. Mm. Uh, for example, on Instagram, let's say... Comments. Correct. So for example, there are certain words that hurt you. It, like it might be quite applicable to you guys as well. For example, if you don't want people to see certain words mm-hmm. that you know that will trigger something, then you can just go onto Instagram, the privacy settings, and just omit those words. Yeah. So I think that is quite helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside out of mind. Correct. And also, for me, it was social media detox. Oh. So I've actually had people tell me like, brands don't want to work with you because you're on socially one day and you're off the next day. And I don't mind that so much because I, and I have friends who also say like, you know, your social media career, your second career has been quite tumultuous. And I'm like, yeah, but I had to do it for my own sanity. So everyone deals with it differently. For you, I guess it's a bit harder. It is your job, mm. right? You could not escape from it, which is why I think she's super courageous and I commend you for that mm. because I couldn't deal with it. I couldn't deal with the noise on social media, so I literally just shut down my account. Mm. I think it was six months or one year. Mm. I just shut it down. What do you do in the meantime? Um, you didn't use do, social media at all? Yeah, I used, I worked, so I stopped doing that influencer type of work and right. I just did focus on the cafe, focus mm. on my creative work, which is also I have to plug myself. I designed this studio for Jasmine from Yoga Lab. So proud of this work. And which is also why we're here because this place is in its last month or so. So come and support Bar Lab if you can. Um, and I really wanted to do a podcast here before they shut their doors. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, to continue. So I shut down my account and that's how I dealt with it by not seeing anyone, not listening mm, to anything. Mm, mm, mm. And that really helped my healing. So everyone can heal differently. Mm. Unfortunately, like from the easiest way out would be like for us unknowns out there, you just close your account, right? Mm. But if you have to do it for work and using filtering helps, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm not talking just about on social media. I'm talking about when you read 
Okay, let's say you don't even read those comments from mm. sorry, my ADHD okay, okay. If you, even if you don't read the comments, you know people are being so mean out mm. there. How does your heart heal? And has it healed since then? Uh, or what is the constant homework that you give yourself to, to heal and be better? I think the constant home thing I tell myself, talk to someone about it, you know, because if not, you drown in your head, right? Mm-hmm. I, you overworry, you overthink. And I read somewhere that, you know, we, how we feel about ourselves is not what other people think about us. Mm-hmm. It's what we think what other people think about us. Mm-hmm. So how I might feel or how I might be, you know, anxiously overworrying about, it's probably it may or may not be true. Mm-hmm. So most of the time, I try to talk to my best friend uh, to make sure that, okay, you know, do I make sense? If not, then, you know, is there any other ways I can think about a certain thing in order to get myself to the day? Um, I think I constantly feel very, how do you say? Mm, there's, there are good days and bad days. So on bad days, it's just, I don't really want to go out. I don't really want to see much people. But is there because a trigger it, point for that? Is there a trigger point or is it just like today is just not a good day emotionally? For- um, I haven't found the trigger yet. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. There are some days where I cannot really do crowds, but mm-hmm. there are some days that are totally fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some days that are just like, oh, you know, everything is back to normal. Would you consider that part of um, PTSD from what you experienced? Like, Maybe, I would say. Gives you anxiety now. Correct. Uh, but it doesn't happen all the time, you know, so there isn't a way for me to pinpoint, okay, today is going to be a bad day, or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, this period is going to be really bad, mm-hmm. yeah, but I would say that it's getting better, mm-hmm. um, so every day is a work in progress, you know, every day I check in with friends, uh, I exercise, and myself, so when you when I exercise, I feel a lot better, mm-hmm. so that's why, you know, that's why I met you, right, because yeah. we, we, we do a 7.30 a.m. workouts with Ask Me at Ground Zero, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, um, I truly believe what you say is true as well. I think I've mentioned this many times in many podcasts. Like exercise is not everything; it's mm. not all cure. Mm. You know, she exercises and so do I, and she still gets anxiety, and it's normal. But it does help somewhat. Correct. Like it does help set the tone of your day in a much better light, mm. a bit more positive than mm. if you don't work mm. out at all. Mm. Especially if you have a sedentary job or lifestyle where you don't really need to be active. Mm. But it's also the energy of that those people in that room. You know, everybody's there for the sole purpose of, I don't know, doing good to your body. Mm. And with the energy in that room, when you walk out of that door with those 10 people, I feel like you're, it's like osmosis. My friend just taught me this, like you're co-sharing the energy. Mm-hmm. And then in that way, it gives me a smile on my face when I leave. Correct. I don't even need to know anyone there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just you're putting yourself first, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, when you head out, you know, into the world, like to work and stuff like that, you put your work first, you know, you put what people think first, you put your family first, your love life first. But when you are exercising, the person that you're focusing on is how you, how you feel, you know, how you want to push through for the class and what are you going to do for your own body. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So in that pocket of time, like 45 minutes, I think it really does a lot of good. Yes. And it's a form of meditation as well. I think mm-hmm. that's for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. What's the next thing in my head that I wanted to talk about? <laughs> Sorry, I have ADHD. Is that one of my pointers? I think we wanted to also talk about learning how to oh, yes, yes, yes. be selfish. Yes, please start the ball rolling. Um, we wanted to talk about, because I, I, I was talking to Steph and I told her that I'm somebody that loves to please people. Mm-hmm. So I love it when people are happy. I love it when, you know, um, I am able to be a part of that 
feel good moment. Yes. Uh, so much so that a lot of my close friends have come to tell me, you know, you need to learn how to say no mm-hmm. because you need to give yourself time to rest. Right. You need to give yourself uh, create boundaries. Correct. Um, so that's something that I'm still always learning. Okay, so yeah. for me, right, when she told me that, I actually told her, okay, let's stop talking here so we can do it on the podcast so you can hear it for the first time as well. Mm. I used to be exactly the same. I think that I'm still in the service industry where I still serve people, right? Mm. So serving people and making them happy is predominantly my job. So I guess mm. for me, that's the takeaway. Mm. You know, like pleasing the customer is mm. sort of like filling that gap. Right. But also when it comes to other people, right, I realize that you will never, this is very important for anyone who's receiving any kind of bullying or trying to make anyone happy. You will never make someone happy enough. So I realized something, and this is something that you need to learn. A negative person in your life will always be negative. No matter what you do for them, even if they can seem so happy all the time, but if they're innately negative, mm. they'll just share their negative energy with you always. And whatever you do will never be enough. Mm. Whereas people who are positive and they have enough will never need you to do anything. You don't need to please them. Mm. It will be a two-way street. Mm. And that is what I've learned. And you can filter out these people so easily. Yeah. I also feel that with my time, because of how I used to be, right, I spread myself very thin. Mm-hmm. So you, because you want to spend time with this person, that person, that person, but at the end of the day, you're like, okay, you do last minute cancelling, and that in turn, you know, creates like, um, like a, a rift, you know, in mm-hmm. your friendship. Mm-hmm. And so now when I look back, I'm like, okay, you know, if I knew how to draw my boundaries better, if I knew how to love myself better to say okay I need to rest here uh, I cannot commit to so many things and if I knew that I didn't have to say yes to everything yeah then it would probably be a lot better from now yes. on okay stop you right there again it's great that you have self-awareness right looking back onto your past and saying okay this is what I feel I did wrong creating not creating enough boundaries and not learning how to say no mm. great but do not fault the old self and say she's a bad person for mm. doing that to her friends or maybe you in this case doing that to your friends and she was a bad person and I don't want to be her anymore there's nothing wrong with her mm. it's just that she was a younger version of yourself mm. and she did not know this mm. so it's nothing you still didn't do anything wrong mm. because when you have that say like that person was doing something wrong it in turn causes future anxiety right you know what I mean mm. so that person did this and she didn't know how to love herself enough great today Belle will learn how to love herself enough by creating more boundaries and then it brings back to my point of what I said just now right pleasing people and whoever you say no to and they say ah oh, you don't make time for me they're not a real friend mm. but that's what a lot of people say but you know how do you label somebody that you you knew for maybe so many years as not a real friend because like she really just can't deal with the fact that you are so busy right now because they're not a real friend Okay. I don't put friendship on timelines. Mm. I've known people 15 years and I've known people 3 years and I've known people 3 months mm. and they give differently. Mm. You know, I mean? Some people I've known for the last, because we're adults now, mm. we choose our friends versus what you grew up with. Mm. And some people, that's the thing, they put a timeline on friendship. I've known you 10 years, how can you do this to me? Correct. But it's because I've known you 10 years, how come you cannot be more lenient with me? Have mm. they thought about that? That's mm. what I'm saying, like, like what we're talking about saying no and being selfish, right? Mm. It's two ways. Mm. You can be selfish in a way where you're helping yourself and other people can be selfish in a way where they're ruining you. Mm. You get what I'm saying? There's a fine line to draw here also. Mm. Yeah, so everything that we have 
building, not all is very good. So learning how to say no, creating mm. boundaries, then I bring in the point where, but don't hate yourself, mm. don't hate that person, accept her, mm. then you accept who you are today to be a better version of that person, which is mm. great, because that is what we're talking about, what work right. mm. And then, this is the other thing I learned from Stoic Philosophy, which is a book I recommended her. Mm. You get it off Lazada. <laughs> Okay, so live in the current mm. so fervently. Like live in the now. You know, people always say this copy DM and like things like that. You yeah. know. When you read it on a on a quote, it's different from when I tell it to you because I'm telling you right now, whatever you do today, right, affects your tomorrow. Mm. So if you don't have regrets in the tomorrow or anxiety in the tomorrow, think about what you need to do so mm. so like thoroughly today. Right? Like for example, like I said, you can't spread yourself that thing. Okay. It's not good for you. Mm. You already know it. Mm. Okay, so then you'll plan that schedule today for this, 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 is this. Mm. And then you'll never have to regret it. Mm. So you will never live in anxiety of the future or in regret because you, it's well planned and thought through for yourself. Mm. And that's why being selfish is actually being helpful mm. to your own psyche. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes, it makes sense. I think I have one more quote or so, which is today is the youngest you'll ever be. Mm. So right. today is the day that you have the most energy. Correct. Um, the most drive, you know, I would say. Mm. Yeah, so make the most of today. You know, if today is bad, then maybe tomorrow you try again. Mm. Yeah, I think just now you mentioned also time management. Yeah, yes, yes. Ever so important. Yes. So in the car, on the drive over here, we were talking about, I was asking her about what do you feel about time management? Mm. Um, I think a lot about time management. I used to be very, very bad at time management. I used to be same like you. I spread mm. myself very thin and I ended up cancelling a lot. Oh, I just end up not showing up or, mm. you know, just making people unhappy with that. Correct. Um, and I also have this mentality in the past that that's the only which I don't do anymore. I victimize myself when I'm, like, if I need to cancel on you, I'll say like, oh, you know, but then like, oh, I'm so tired from work, I'm so sorry. Like, you know what I mean? I make excuses for myself to make it seem like I'm the victim, whereas actually I'm the one who's at fault. I realize that I do that a lot with relationships, boyfriends, family, like whoever. And I realize that it's not okay. Guys, don't victimize yourself in any situation. Face it and understand it and then move forward. Mm. And then do better time management. Mm. So, do you want to talk about time management? Because I was asking her, mm. how packed is your schedule on a daily basis? Mm. I am super packed because I like to make the most of my 24 hours. So much so that sometimes I get very little sleep. But I pack my days from 7 a.m. all the way to the day, night, the time I sleep. So with work, with exercise, with meetings, shoots, then after that maybe dinners. Um, back in the day there was like events, but now we don't have that anymore, so it's like more of like family time or so. Um, so yeah, time management is very important, but I only learned that probably in the last four years. Lucky you, you're still in your 20s, I'm 36 and I just learned that like this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's and never too late to learn. Correct. Mm-hmm. And Google Calendar does so much. Oh, yeah. It's so good. You know, you can just drag and you just like drag the whole block that you put. Then you drag another block that you put. Google Calendar. And also because I share different calendars with different people. Okay. So I have a work calendar, I share work people. And then mm. um, Ara's dad, we share a calendar for Ara. Mm. And so on and so forth. Mm. And you can invite different people to different calendars and you can color code them. Yes. <laughs> Then I think one thing that helps me also, I'll put in time for exercise, to rest, to read. Oh yeah. So instead of packing my schedule so like full back to back with very intense stuff, I'll have like a half an hour like, okay, I shall read here. 
Mm. 50% of the time it doesn't happen because you know there'll be work coming in or you have you're going to go on like last minute calls mm. but at least you put that in you know so you can breathe for a bit so I think including all these pockets just to breathe is very important for me mm. self-love <laughs> you really self-care and self-love I can't emphasize that enough and mm. for you maybe it's reading mm. or just a little trying to start reading now it really helps to calm the mind it does everyone has a different thing a point mm. of focus to have mm. you have to find your own mm. yes what are we talking about <laughs> Yes, time insurance. So I've never had to learn that until recently. Not that I never, I never bothered with it mm. until much recently. And I found that like now that I actually use a calendar and I actually put time for this and that, and I limit myself to how many social engagements a week. Mm. I do a lot, but I get enough rest. Mm. And I never used to say that before. I was used to say I'm tired and this and that. Oh, that's me. Yeah. Same yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So now I actually can say like, yeah, I actually have enough rest. Mm. And there will be time where I just block up, like I told her, in the evenings, it's just for my daughter and my own time at night. So I don't schedule any work after 6.30, mm. unless I absolutely have to. And that is how when you recuperate, and that's my, like for her, it's a reading time for me, it's like to do whatever I want time. Mm. I think I need to schedule more time for me, because mm. now I still, pack my schedule like back to back oh dinner this person I haven't seen this person for three weeks or a month I have dinner this friend and that friend and this friend and that friend at the end of the week I'm like oh there's so much thing tiring right yeah not that we don't want to hang out with the friends sometimes like you need your own space yes definitely but, like how do you choose so this is my problem mm-hmm. I still struggle with this I really want to spend time with so many people but then again at the end of the week I'm so tired you know mm-hmm. after that it's Monday already yeah. so that's why Sundays are the best for me Mm-hmm. Sunday is just totally just for me weekends in general because I don't work in the shop I can work from home which is great mm-hmm. um, what I found is that because I work in F&B right my door is always open so when my customer walks in and I know I'm like hey hi like, and then we'll catch up and I'll talk and I really when I talk to my customers I really talk to them right um, I found that like it's very inefficient to do paperwork in my shop because mm-hmm. it's near impossible so I think like for me I have to schedule like the weekends less socializing so that I can catch up on work as well mm-hmm. yeah I guess also I have a child, it's a bit mm. different from yeah. you. But what I will say, right, is give yourself a limit. Mm. Like two dinners a week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like two yeah. social gatherings a week. Force mm. yourself to do that. And nobody will fault you for it. Mm. And there's nothing to be like, I want to see this person already. I feel like there's social media, you can, and there's FaceTime, you can see anyone anytime or so, you know. There's no need to be like really sitting around having a dinner. Mm. Or make them go work out with you. That's what I mean. And nobody, nobody wakes up at 7. <laughs> I do, I do. Yeah, hardly people want to wake up at 7. I've actually forced quite a few people to do it. Mm-hmm. But it's only a one-off thing, you know? Oh yeah, they yeah. continuously, yes, that's true. So, But stop faulting yourself for not mm. making enough time. I think that's very, very important that you need to learn from mm-hmm. time management. Okay, what's the other thing? Learning, we did, learning how to say no. Mm-hmm. Actually, we didn't summarize that. But I might be throw it to the next topic. Learning how to say no, time management, mm. and what was it? There's something in short you say about tips on something. I forgot. Self care. No, it's, it's not self care. Is this the sorry? Ah, very good. It's very smart. Ah, that the back of your phone. <laughs> the timer is how long? Ah, left of five, five minutes. minutes. Okay. So, what was the last thing we wanted to talk about? Do you want to refresh first? Yeah, yeah, I will. Okay. Uh, what was the last thing? I don't remember. So we have two topics now, right? No, we had we the time management, uh, learning how to say no, not pleasing people. Say hi, I'm Christina. Hi, I'm 
I press the bell. Cancel. Oh. Okay, okay. Hi, I'm Crystal Bell and this is Arch. Hi, my name is Christabel and this is Arch Conversations. Okay, so this is okay, so this is perhaps the last point, the topic that I wanna bring up. And I think it's very important to everyone out there, and there's two sides of the coin for this. Let's do side A first, okay? Christabel's been hurt before. Mm. Maliciously online. Mm. I've been hurt before. I can't say maliciously, but I can't say it was not intended as well. Mm. Right? So she has a thing and I have my thing. Mm. The thing that I find strongest about her is she harbors no hatred mm. towards what has happened to her. Mm. It's not like we live in anger and hatred every day because I don't see it. I see a person who's trying so hard to heal mm. and do better with her life, beginning from her heart. Mm. That's what I see. Mm. And that's what I think is beautiful. Mm. And for me, I have no hatred to the abandonment from the man who I had a child with to my child. I have no anger either. Mm. And that's why when he came back, it was very easy to accept. Mm. Um, of course, like day-to-day things is hard to accept. You know, we're still working through it. I still have people around me who hate on him. But this is what I want people to learn from. From I'll give my point of view, then you can give yours, okay? Mm. So from my point of view, having someone leave me when I had a child was fucking difficult. Mm. Okay, to put it simply. We had that emotional trauma. You know, my like it was bad, okay? Mm. <laughs> to put it simply. But do I want to raise a child with anger in my heart and show her anger and disability from the start and make her grow up into a hateful person? No. Mm. Do I want to live my life in anger against another person? Because I'm the only one suffering here. Mm. You must understand that. When you bear these negative emotions, you're the one suffering, not other people. Mm. They really don't feel for you at the end of the day, no matter how close they are to you. At the end of the day, you are the one going to bed at night suffering by yourself. Mm. Alright? So my takeaway is, people can do a lot of things to harm you. I can't say to be politically correct, I can't say I've been through what everyone has been through. Everyone's gone through a different path, right? But, but from a path of a lot of pain and hurt, I found it easier to deal with the problem with love and happiness and from my heart trying to be a better person from here first. Mm. And do you want to share a bit about this? I would say that I agree with that, but more of like, I agree the point that at the end of the day, you hurt most, I hurt the most. Um, as much as you know, we have support here and there. Definitely. You are the one going to bed with the nightmares, you know, Correct. you are going to bed, you know, not feeling great. Yeah. Correct. You, you go around, you're feeling scared or anxious or, you know, worried. But I think this whole journey of like, you know, they call it, you know, self-love and things self-discovery like that. Self-discovery. Self-discovery and healing is so interesting because before this, I was just like, yeah, what's that? You know, what do you have to do? You know, oh, like, yeah, drink more water, things like that. But when you're actually in a spot where you're just struggling to feel better, you start to discover new things about yourself, you know, and also this new person that you are post-trauma or post-hurt, whether it's from a breakup or whether it's from losing a friend or, you know, being told that you are this kind of person or that kind of person when you actually feel like you're not, but it helps you to reflect um, so back to the whole in progress thing, you know, that you are not perfect, you make mistakes, you 
you fall short of expectations yep. and you constantly are trying to do better on your own terms yep. and also do, do right by you because you're not getting any younger mm-hmm. you are the healthiest you will ever be mm-hmm. so all the more you need to take better care of yourself mm-hmm. and in turn you can take better care of the people around you Correct. who are also getting a lot older and growing up yep. mm-hmm. Is that your day? Yeah. Thank you very much, Christabel. <laughs> I love that we're doing this. Yeah. It's like my view than you. Mm. What's that sound? Can you hear it? I think it's, it's, I think it's this. Oh, it's you. I think it's okay. this. <laughs> so then there's the flip side of the coin. Yeah. Let's talk about side B. Mm. People pointing fingers at other people. Mm. Mm, this is outside the story, right? Mm. I'm not saying I'm a victim. She's not calling herself a victim. But the people who are on the other side, who are just pointing fingers at other people and mm. constantly judging, this constant judgment because we have social media profiles, because you are this or you are that, you're just somebody, you know? Mm. And that constant judging, I just want to tell everyone, like, guys, let's just judge ourselves first. Mm. I'm not saying what you're doing is right or wrong. Like, I don't appreciate being judged, obviously. Um, but at the same time, I want to say that it's good or bad or whatever. Let's not do that. But what I do want to say is start from here. Start by what she's trying to do for herself and what I'm trying to do for myself. Mm. Do it for yourself by doing better by you. Mm. For you. Mm. Because I feel like if you try to just be a better person for yourself, just look back at what you've done or you've said and think about if you want people to say it about you, start there. Mm. And then to do better by yourself in terms of physical health, mental health, and time management. Mm. Do all that is, I think, our end topic for this podcast, like the, mm. the, the takeaway, mm. right? Like, um, I have been a target of a lot of statements that are very, uh, what's the word to use? That's right here. Distasteful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Correct. Okay. And so has she. Mm. And um, no matter what I said, or no matter what I say to defend myself, it's always a defense. Mm. And then somebody else has something to say as well. Mm. Um, be it when it comes to the guy leaving me, or me drinking too much, or me partying too much, or me having money, or the car I drive, or that I work for fun, or how much money I spend. Like it's always something, right? And I'm sure for her, it's the same. You know, I mean the fact that it it can re- you can list it out like that. It really does replay in your head. So yeah. whatever that you you know, you you comment, things like that, it really does replay in your head. Yeah. So it affects people. It really does affect people. Words weigh a ton, right? Mm. Words are important. Mm. And if you have the energy to say negative things about people, why not twist the energy into saying positive things about people? Like if you have nothing nice to say, don't you say anything about me, I'm okay. Mm. But maybe there are people around you who are struggling and all that. Say nice things to them instead. Mm-hmm. Turn that negative energy into something good. Mm-hmm. Like I used to be the same. Mm. That's what I dare to say is I was a judgmental person, mm. very very judgmental a few mm. years ago, and I don't know what all this meant until I was under scrutiny. Mm. Um, I dare say so, and so it's a learning journey, and I don't want to fault that person I was. I used to live with a lot of guilt, and that caused a lot of anxiety. But I'm telling you, that's why I also said to you just now: don't fault the act, the old you, mm. but do better by you today. Mm. Right? I used to be someone like that also. I bear a lot of grudges, mm. uh, and and. It's tiring. It's tiring. It's very tiring trying to 
constantly, you know, explain why you feel a certain way, why you're angry about a certain thing, why you you dislike something. And then after that, you need to keep like, you know, backing that statement up. Then after that, you have different points of view. And it just never ends. It never ends. You know, and it, it gets very tiring. It does. Yeah. So, we are helping you find a shortcut here, basically. Cut <laughs> to the goal of happiness. And a lot of people ask what's happiness, right? I get asked that a lot. Mm. Like people say, that's why you're always happy. Not that I'm always happy, obviously. But then there are ways to be have a happier, more fulfilled life. Mm. And I would say it starts from here. To be a better person here. Mm. To go to sleep at night feeling good here. And wake up in the morning feeling good here as well. Mm. So start, as she said, life is a work in progress. Nobody's meant to be perfect. But let's take baby steps to be nicer to mankind, to mm. people around us like one another and mm. animals. <laughs> I like the animal plant there. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I just edited my podcast um, today, so we're talking a lot about animal abuse. Yeah. Anything you want to add? Mm. No, I think it's very, it's very calming to have such a talk, you know. Mm. And it's very calm space. <laughs> and to... And to own up to the person that I was, um, that, you know, now looking back, I think it's great to, to, like what you said, like I don't fault the past me, mm-hmm. but I who I am now because of what, all the things that I've gone through, you know, so at least I owe to myself to learn how to be a bit better. Mm. And to say it out loud, sometimes we don't know how cathartic it feels like. It feels nice to talk about yes, it. Yes, it does. In a setting where like we're focusing on the subject, because mm. sometimes you don't, like even with friends, you don't focus on the subject like that. You know, to everywhere, right? Mm. So same for me, like, I realised that I was doing it, but I just constantly allowed myself to do it, to play the victim mentality. Mm. And it was so easy. Mm. Oh, you know, my family's fighting again. Oh, I'm at the right, the right. The father of my child disappeared, you know, no, I'm mm. so tired of it. It was always my excuse mm. when I fought with my ex mm. and to make me win the argument, to mm. make him like, just like, oh, okay, mm. fine, you win, you know? Mm. And I... Like you are in a worse-off position. Correct. So. You know what I mean? Like victimizing yourself and also like, Oh, why are you hanging out with this person? You know, they're lame, they're this, they're that, they're this, they're that. But then at the same time, like, you don't know that person. Mm. You know, I, I should not make a mistake. I realized all these things only mm. much later. Mm. Of course, I already lost my experience by then. But as much as there is, like, you know, you do something, but you also gain, if you learn a lesson from it, you also gain something for yeah. yourself to really try to be a better person for the future. Mm. And that's, I think what meditation or exercise and things like that can do for you. You have to find, it's a world of self-discovery. We would not know if you're a victimizer, like, you know, like, like victimize yourself, or if you like to leave nasty comments on Instagram, or, you know what I mean, or if you judge other people, or if you just have envy in your heart, like, mm. you know, you could be friends with Christopher, where you're like, oh, she has so many followers, I wish I had more followers, I guess could be nice to her, you know? You never know, you know, everyone has their own demons. Mm. But I hope that this podcast helps you fight your own demons mm. and realize how and normal it is also yes it is yeah. very normal but also it's very empowering to be able to own up to it yes yeah. and get past it mm. any more things to add Christine Beltran no I think this is great no, thanks for having me on the podcast no it's course. quite nice to talk about all these things and it's nice to own up to you know things that you're not proud of mm. but also trying to Affirm yourself with the little steps that you are taking to make yourself feel better. Um, 
I needed to say something that my mentor told me because I don't do well with compliments. Mm. I don't like people saying thank you to me and I don't like compliments. Mm. But what he told me, like, everyone needs affirmation. Mm. You know, like, mm. you need to have a pat on back. Like, that's why I said in podcast, I think that you're very strong and courageous in, what, in dealing with it, mm. dealing with all of it because you did not shy away from it or disappear or delete your Instagram as I did. Mm. Um, so that's words of affirmation. It's mm. different from, like, oh, you're so pretty to delete your oh, very nice. It's very different, like, you see, it, but it's different, you see? Yeah. When you give people affirmation, yeah. you're giving them love as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was really nice of you to come on board to do this as well. Because I wasn't very, I'm, I'm not, wasn't, I'm still not very close to her. <laughs> she just, she just makes coffee for <laughs> the advice. So I'm just like, happy soap. And then you are just a coffee customer. And then you, yeah. I was like, literally, right? She was buying coffee. Hey, Christopher, yeah, come on my podcast. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sure, okay, you can talk about something. Yeah, it's quite funny. Yeah. It's real organic. Mm. So, yes, little ones out there, big ones out there, old ones out there, male, female, anyone out there. I really hope that the podcast helps you in any way possible through our life lessons, even though we're quite young. But we're still learning. Yes. We'll constantly, constantly be learning. As long as you don't, don't ever say it. Don't ever feel like you know everything. Don't ever mm. feel like you're above everything. That's why you will always keep learning. Like every mm. day is something new to learn. From. Mm. And surround yourself with the right people. Yeah. I would say. Can't say that enough. Yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs>